for Thursday morning, and it's time to welcome back Steve Vines. We're on Facebook Live today because I just found out he's a bit of a television person. <laughs> I noticed you don't wear a tie and everything for me. No, no, well, I'm sorry. You know, nah. that's only for the posh, <laughs> the posh bits of RTHK, which you are not included no, in. No, I guarantee I'm not. Well, the good news is I wasn't here yesterday. I lost my voice. Oh, I see. I see. <laughs> which has a blessing in disguise. There were celebrations throughout Hong Kong. <laughs> good to see you. Join us on Facebook Live. Go to our Morning Brew page if you can. Dead easy to comment there. I have no idea what you want to talk about today, so I'm just going to press go. Well, neither have I, but I, that <laughs> won't stop me. Let me let me assure you of that. I, I'm very struck um, by a couple of things over the weekend and and beyond, actually. Yeah. Um, the announcement by um, Demosisto that the the party, or is it a party? I'm not quite sure. Anyway, the group that's led by people like Nathan Law, Joshua Wong, etc., yep, yep. who who are, who formed it out of the ashes of the Occupy movement who have been oriented in the past towards contesting elections mm -hmm. and indeed winning them. Of course, what happens once they win is they get expelled from the legislature. But well, duh. duh. And, and now it looks as though as the, as, the, as the knot tightens around the neck of Hong Kong's political system, highly likely that their candidates will be blocked from standing even in district council elections. So what they're basically saying is, OK, we're not going to bother with that anymore. We're going to focus on the streets and we're going to focus more on, on community activities. Mm. Now, this is, I mean, I don't know if anybody in the government ever thinks any of this through. I mean, while they're busy taking delivery this week of their, their enormous... Um, anti-riot vehicle, <laughs> anti like vehicles, which well, apparently they think will, will, will be the sole the solution to Hong Kong's social problems and restore law and order to the streets. Not that the streets don't have law and order, but ho-hum, let's not get uh, hung up on the details. Uh, while they're focusing on these sort of bits of equipment to do the job, the fact of the matter is that they are effectively saying to people who are in the opposition to the government... Don't bother Put with... Put your swimming trunks on, Well, no, well, that, but don't bother with the, you know, don't bother with representative institutions anymore because we're going to block you out of all of those. Go to the streets. These are the streets in which they'll have the new anti-right vehicles. Go to the streets and do your worst there. So what they're basically saying is we want to squeeze you entirely out of the system, get you on the streets, and then they can go, oh, my God. These people, they're only interested in going on the streets. That's terrible. We can't have that. So, I mean, it is a development. I don't know how significant it's going to be because the mainstream democratic groups are still committed to getting elected to district councils, to the legislative council, etc. Yeah. They still think that because there's a high level of popularity, which has been proved in every single election where the genuine electorate, rather than the small circles, have a chance to vote, mm -hmm. that they do very well. So, I mean, it would be foolish to, to withdraw from that field entirely. But if things are going as they seem to be going, where candidates are barred before they've even got to the first post, i.e. The, 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 the ballot form, you are going to put more people out on the streets. You are going to change the nature of the opposition. I actually think this is very significant. Mm. So we don't know how far it's going to go, but we do know the determination and the pressure from up north to, to now put further restrictions on who can stand for election. So they're now saying, oh, well, you know, anybody who, who advocates autonomy for Hong Kong 
<laughs> which is in the basic law but hey let's not let's not get hang up about that is is, is really a, a you know a closet independence advocate and we know we know because we say so i mean it's extraordinary I, I i know people very well in the democratic camp who are very much opposed to independence and say it frequently mm. but they it doesn't s- come into it though does no, no, it but, but i just want to make this point but what they say is they're not going to um they're not going to belittle those who are angling for greater autonomy. They're not going to make a point of saying how much they're against independence because they take it as red. But if the requirement now to be involved in the political process is that you go around denouncing independence in your daily bread, that's a different level. And I think that the Democrats who don't do that but actually are not not in favour of independence for Hong Kong are quite right Mm. not to play that game. Two things strike me from what Steve just said there. One is, somehow down the line, autonomy has metamorphosed into independence. Yes, isn't that interesting? And secondly, you said pressure from up north, and I, I'm just asking you with a big question mark, is it really, or is it Chris Patton's give-it-away-inch-by-inch thing? I think it's a combination. I think there's the atmosphere, and you, 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 can, never, you can never underestimate the power of atmosphere. If the overwhelming atmosphere is one of repression, which it clearly is, on the mainland, and where opponents are really not tolerated to the, to the smallest degree, it's inevitable that that creates a pressure. Whether that pressure consists of, you know, Mr. Xi picking up the telephone or one of his underlings picking up the telephone. I don't think he does. Okay, that was an exaggeration, but hey. Um, No, whether it... it, 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 We'll call him Mr. Wang picks up a telephone to call one of the weasels down here and Weasel goes, Yes, sir, I'll make you a note of that, sir. You know, whether it happens like that or whether it's the old famous thing um, where... uh, And actually it occurs in all bureaucracies where Mm. the boss says to the underling... I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you know what the right <laughs> you thing know what is. Immediately you I'm know thinking, what the right thing is. Hello, it's Stalin. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, th- th- these these people have form, and it's interesting they all behave in the same way. But so you know what to do. You know what's expected to you. What is so mortifying about the way that the, the the weasels in Hong Kong behave, I'm talking about the weasels in government, is that they always try and leap that much higher. So they know what to do and they think, oh, oh, how can I leap a bit more to impress the bosses and get noticed? Yeah, well... Thank you, Regina. I'm wondering, exactly, <laughs> I'm wondering how much of what you're saying now is to do with this. You just, you get the impression, nothing more, that... Uh, Second guessing is putting it very politely. Well, yes, yeah, second guessing and preempting, you know. Um, and as I say, there is a lot of attention seeking. I mean, remember, most of, most of these people are, in terms of ability and competence, pretty low grade. It's so the, Steve, that doesn't matter. Well, I know, I know. I don't know even why I bring it up. <laughs> but the only way that they can advance themselves is by being among the chosen few, as being reliable. So if you can't do anything, but you can reliably not do anything, and by reliable, of course, you mean politically reliable, then you're in line for promotion. And never underestimate the thirst that these ghastly little bureaucrats and would-be politicians have for advancement within the system. It's, <sighs> it's, 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 a, it's a parching thirst. Let's cut it down a bit more. You say ghastly little bureaucrats, but it, as it goes, the ghastly little bureaucrats do what they're told. But you seem a lot, a lot of the insidious stuff, perhaps, comes from within LegCo. 
I think it comes from both sides. Really? I mean, in, in Lechko, of course, what you have is, is very politically ambitious people who want to be the chief executive. They want exactly. to be... They want to, they want to take up one of those um, policy secretary posts. Don't ask me why, but they do. Um, they want to be members of the MPC XWYZ um, LL. Um, you know, they want... They, they love position. Mm. They love going to these events where they're where of course everything in in you know in the in the free and easy communist society everything's about status they want to be in seat number 103 not in seat 1509 yeah meanwhile and everybody else really, is paying the price well they? of course but they're really worried about this you know where do i sit am i going to be near the bosses will anybody recognize me do they know my name can I get towards the front of the queue when it comes to that vital moment in human history where we clink a glass? Mm. Can I be a clinker along with the other top <laughs> clinkers? <laughs> you know, and so it goes on, and yeah. so it goes on. Um, I mean, in in a sense, it's it's farcical and it's wonderfully hilarious, but in another sense, it's really dire. Right, let's check out a couple more things mm. that have been going down. And I right. Got, I got a message from a... I can't find it right now. I got a message from a bloke basically saying, well, you know, somebody t turfs up a few flags and stuff, and yet he's described as barbaric, and yet it's OK for us to sit back and let uh, mainland security forces duff up journalists. They are completely and utterly different things, but you can't blame people for going down that avenue. Well, there you go. I mean, yet again, yesterday in Lechco, Carrie Lam was invited during her Q&A session to, 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 to say something in defence of Hong Kong journalists on the mainland and saying something about their treatment. Yet again, she declined to do so. I, I mean, wonder why. I wonder, specifically, I wonder why. Let's not just because, say, oh, because, she's this, because, that and the other. Because, no, I think it's very clear. Because a person in her position, as she perceives it, does not have a job of ever, ever criticising an official on the mainland. Whatever they do. I mean, this is most extraordinary. These are quite minor officials. I mean, the thugs who beat up the cameraman and the other journalists, they're not, you know, they're not the, the, the top of the tree, but they are mainland officials. And the weasels down here are so scared that they will be taken to task if they utter a hint, a hint of criticism against a mainland official. It's interesting, on the mainland itself, where people are more used to the system, you yeah. do get one official criticising another official. You certainly do get that. Oh, and by the way... Well, this maybe was get, what I was talking about to you, start Well, off. yes. And, of course, from the top, there's a lot of criticisms of, of officials at the bottom. So, you know, it's, it's, it's here where they're so insecure. I suppose this is the bottom line, and maybe we should stress it more, more strongly. It's the insecurity these people feel. There's one level of insecurity which is about how, particularly among the political class, they were all slaves in the colonial order and, you know, they were sycophants to the colonial regime and they're petrified that somebody in Beijing will remember this yeah, and will say... Sirs or their OBEs and, we'll, we'll, and we'll say to Rita Fan, <laughs> you are, of course, a member of the British Empire, aren't you? And she goes... Oh, was at the time. <laughs> I so have to get my nails done. Um, uh, there's that, there's that. Because, of course, they're all turncoats, with, with some honourable exceptions. Not many, but some. Mm -hmm. There's that. And then there's the insecurity, because unlike people who've been brought up in the mainland system and tend to respond to most things with cynicism rather than anything else, they don't quite know how it works. Mm. 
So for them, it's always safer to be a hundred and one percenter. You know, if if somebody says Belton Road, you just go Belton Road, Belton Road as many times as you can. <laughs> yeah. Whereas you know, on the mainland, people a lot. There are, there's certainly no shortage of sycophants up there. But on on the whole, they kind of understand that two Belton Roads would be enough in one sentence. Let's ask the really nasty question here: Does Hong Kong have a history, a form for this kind of thing? Yes, and I I think this is something where. Um, and uh, I have a rare moment of agreement with my colleagues in the Communist Party, this is one moment where you can certainly blame the colonial culture, because the colonial culture was very much that kind of culture. I mean, it it brought in members, what were then lovingly called locals, we'll bring in some locals, and the locals were there to... um, to, to aid the ever so bright and clever Brits who were running things. And it was a terrible culture. It really was a terrible culture. It, it certainly evolved over time. So I give him a peanut sort of it, thing. Well, you know, he's a, he's a pretty good chap. I think if we give him a little, you know, little gong, he'll be, um, he'll be an even better a chap. Right, we will be back in just a little while. It's nearly time for the weather and the news. We're still on Facebook Live. I'm going to keep it going. Uh, and if you've got any comments, I see a few people have joined us. Great to see you right there on our Facebook page. Put your comments up there and we'll get to it very, very sh- Okay, where were we? Take it away. Well, we were we, we were talking about uh, things in in the special administrative region, but I just wonder if we could just actually sl- you were bemoaning Briti- Br- Brit <laughs> sycophants, yeah, 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 those Brits. God, I don't know if you know any, but they're they're they're, they're horrible. They yeah, really are. Absolutely. Anyway, Britain's closed at the moment after Brexit, so we don't need to worry about that anymore. Goodness me, it's, absolutely. It's what, a, what a time it's... to be in Hong Kong, I've got to say. <laughs> absolutely. So anyway, you know, back to the thing, um, yeah. t- talking about the, the the comparisons, if you would, between things that go on here. And uh, it, it is a completely chalk and cheese issue. I mean, if you want to be pedantic about it, you know, some guys roughing up journos in China and people here being well, called well, but, bar- but, there, but there's but, less, but there's but, less yeah. chalk and cheese things. I mean, if you have a member... Of, of the Legislative Council, who shall remain nameless, that would be Junius Ho. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, calling for people to be put to death and savagely put to death. Um, and that's that apparently. That's a bit full on, that That's comment, apparently acceptable behaviour. Mm. No censure, no discussion, no debate. If you have a person who is leading an inquiry into the affairs of Lan Chung Ying whose first instinct, again, someone who shall rename quite nameless, that would be Holden Chow, mm. first thing is to run off to Lan Chung Ying and say, oh, what do you think of the terms of reference of our committee? Would you like to change them? He goes, yes, I would. <laughs> yeah, I think I will, actually. <laughs> yes, I will. Uh, 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 and, you know, he sort of gives give sort of guidance on how the um, inquiry into himself should be conducted. Yeah. And there's no censure for that. I mean, when you have that going on... Are we not splitting hairs with all of this, though? I mean, well, it really I, is sticks I, I, and stones I, I, territory. You, you, my point is this, is that if you have that kind of level of misbehaviour and disrespect for the council among its members, yeah. and nothing is done, and you have some idiot going around <laughs> exactly. turning up flags like a school on boy. the other thing... Who, who is an idiot? I'm sorry, I don't have any sympathy for that sort of behaviour. Um, you either take action against all of them, or you say what you've just said, oh, for God's sake, get over it. It's a bit like drawing you-know-what's on the Herald Sun. Yes. You know, 
blokes like to draw certain things. It's, it's they, that kind they, of graffiti. They do, isn't and it? Some, some of them are jolly rude. <laughs> oh, indeed. Jolly rude. But I mean. So, you know, I mean, so I would be more convinced by the outrage of the pro government camp against Ted Hoy if I really believed that they, they believed in standards. I mean, I. I believe in stands. I think Ted Hoy should be censured. I think he did a very stupid thing. Really? In snatching a telephone? Well, censured. Oh, the telephone know. thing. But then we aren't talking about why Miss Sneaky Beaky was there. Well, there is And that. again, it's but, chalk and cheese. No, but, but what it's... I'm saying is he was an idiot to do it. That's all. He I, was I, rather. I, you know. And but I if think... he hadn't, Steve, that would have gone completely unnoticed, that somebody was actually monitoring them with video footage. But, you know, what's quite interesting about this is they have... Um, they have all these government officials monstering LegCo. Literally, there's lots of them scuttling around to see who's voting, who isn't voting, etc., etc. Yeah. Now, this is, this is a function that in parliaments, for example, the British Parliament, is performed by the whips, as they're lovingly known, of, the main, of all the political parties. And their job is to make sure that the members of their parties turn up for debates and speak when they're supposed to speak. Oh. In Hong mm. Kong, of course, political parties first of all, don't exist, according to law. There is no legal definition of a Hong Kong political party. They, they can, they're all limited companies. Yeah. They, they, they inherited a system in the SAR, again, from the ghastly Brits, which demeaned and undermined the status of political parties so that they don't actually function as a normal political party would. So you can't, on the one hand, complain about them not functioning as a normal political party and imposing the sort of discipline that political parties do, and on the other hand saying, you must not function as a political party. You know, make your mind up. What do you want? Well, we've got an, act, we've got an added layer of icing on this particular one because we are very near a place in the world that's got massive form for surveillance, and we're not talking about whips doing their and jobs here. And has quite a big political party. Yeah, indeed, but, I mean, you could... People, <laughs> well, yes, people suspect indeed. that this surveillance is not, in fact, political You You think some stuff. of that surveillance isn't benign, do you? I don't know. Gosh. How would, I, how would I know? But let's you, just say you heard it here first. There's yeah. a very strong suspicion. No, there is a very strong suspicion. So, I mean, there's all sorts of people. Sorry, there's all sorts of things people are worried about. I think surveillance, personal um, privacy, um, the interference by anonymous forces into the lives of Hong Kongers. All of this is very worrying. Hmm. Now you have. I mean, let's keep layering the cake because it's a very spongy sort of thing now you have this thing which is very very sinister of um jury tampering with, with yes, in, in, in in the case of the uh, people who are on trial for um Riot. offenses arising out of the occupy movement where people are trying to intimidate the jury by sending pictures of jurors, and you know what that means to the judiciary. We've got your name, we've got you marked, you do the right thing. So, this is very, very sinister, and it's it's growing. It's not as though this is all kind of sloshing out with, with, with the dirty water. It's actually sloshing in with the dirty it's water. It's not very sophisticated. No, but that's jury tampering. No, I, mean, I, hear, you. I, I hear you. But the I, way I, I think the, the judiciary is taking this very seriously, as they should. So, <coughs> on our news site yesterday, there was a picture of a woman who was lifted. Um, th- that woman, and, and it says they have a mainland accent. They say they well, work in the legal profession. If you want to do she's this... She's not a Hong Kong permanent Well, that's, that's my point. Yes. It's not very sophisticated. Because well, we you don't want, know, because want, she's so, not the only one involved in it, actually. Granted, yeah. but you'd want people who blend in a bit more, wouldn't you? Well, if you they, really wanted to be they, clever about they, this, it, you'd get kids to do well, it or whatever. See, here's <laughs> the thing. Here's the thing. 
your 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 um your level of thuggery is only as good as the thugs. <laughs> I always say that. But to you Hong know, Kong you people, send, you send people to beat up Kevin Lau, and and uh, which of course I disapprove of the journalist Kevin Lau, who was who was beaten up by some thugs. Sure, he was uh, he was he was quite seriously injured. But yeah. you know, they didn't silence him. Thank God. I, I'm not suggesting they should have. But I'm saying, you know, your thuggery is only as good as your thugs. And, and to add a little bit more to this one, I mean, to your average Hong Kong person, somebody who doesn't come from around these parts sticks out like a mile, don't they? They stick yeah, out I physically, their gestures, their whole I'm not, everything. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that the only people who engage in this activity, and I really am not suggesting I'm this. talking about these um, two people. No, that, I know. Yeah. But, but generally speaking, I think some of this intimidation, well, no, I, I know some of this intimidation yeah. comes from local thugs and local who are hired who who are hired and some of them are hired for very small sums of money apparently yeah i remember coming in uh, uh, and everybody who who's been at rthk knows there used to be a little mob standing outside the gates of 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 television house denouncing everybody and did you get denounced i i i hope to be (laughs) something far worse happened I was ignored. Oh, <laughs> see, but there was there was a group. There were rather elderly people. I sort of felt sorry for them. I mean, they were saying some. Uh, uh, my Cantonese is up to foul language, so I could understand what they were saying. Um, they, they were saying some jolly unkind things to people going in the building, and they they were upset by a current affairs program, and they were denouncing everybody who was coming in and out. But you did get the awfully strong suspicion they were definitely locals, incidentally, and they weren't there of their own. Well, you got the strong. <laughs> (laughs) very strong suspicion that a coach had delivered them and a free lunch was awaiting them after they'd completed their yelling duties but they they took part in them quite enthusiastically i'd have to say and they went as quickly as they came and no no dead bodies i'm also very pleased to say no injured bodies i'm also very pleased to say yeah and also steve i'm just i'm just going through the news right now another one of our headlines yesterday was pro-beijing lawmakers walk out of june 4th debate okay fair enough they don't believe in um the, the, tra- the tradition it. commemorating etc but you know mm. do they believe in other chinese people dying to put well, it and, very and this simply is, this is another interesting respecting thing that this is a debate about something that happened in the mainland yeah and you would think in logic at least in logic, because we are China. The concern of people in one part of the mainland, which or one part of China, which is Hong Kong, yeah. with what's happening in other parts of China, would be would be welcomed. I mean, I'm being deliberately naive about this. No, but on the other hand, why is it they can't take part in these debates? I mean, if there is a defence to be made for the violent suppression of of the um, June Fourth protests in 1989. Can't any of them? Can't any of them get it up to an extent where they could do that? Just I mean, to it's, it's acknowledge quite, that countrymen. Well, no, no, but they may. You, you know, I mean, there is there is a, a party line on what happened on I'm June sure fourth, and surely some of them could learn it and repeat it. But they don't even do that. Quite but, interesting. Uh, I don't. I can't quite get my head around it. But our story yesterday. Let me see how it was written here. Pro government lawmakers left the Legco chamber en masse on yeah, Wednesday afternoon because they don't want to even be seen. <coughs> contaminated by by a discussion it's just that's kind of it's the motion calling for the vindication of the 1989 pro-democracy movement on the mainland no government officials were planning to speak either on the june 4th massacre in beijing uh, what did tanya say tanya moved the motion and she said it's important that hong kong people make an effort to go to the annual <coughs> vigil to mark the crackdown i mean politics aside it was a mass loss of human life and I, I'm and, kind of at a loss now about this one. Well, but the point is that it was it was something which 
because I was here in 89 and I remember it very, very well because it was such a traumatic event. It connected, it, it created a visceral connection between the people of Hong Kong and the people of the mainland. That was a very important thing. So everybody who says that those people who are advocating Hong Kong's autonomy yeah. are advocating independence seem to forget that they are the same people who are extremely concerned about the fate of their compatriots on the mainland. Mm. So, you know, it's... Uh, it just seems a bit... I don't, I don't know. Fill in the gap, Steve. It seems a bit something to walk out en masse. I think it's disgraceful. I, I honestly think that if they have a case, they should at least have the balls to stand up and give it. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, yet again, it's so disappointing that these people won't even defend their position. Their mode of defending things is to trot away.